We're going to preview an NFL game. Pretend it doesn't exist. That I feel everybody's going to care about this weekend. Oh, for sure. This is the game of the week. It features the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who on the road are three-point favorites against the Colts. You could get a a two-and-a-half with Tampa Bay, again, for just minus 120 odds the last I saw. Now, of course, taking on the Colts. Colts playing good football right now. We talked about this a couple weeks back when I was like, I think I should jump in on the Colts right now to win the division. They're seven-to-one. And I don't know that I buy into Tennessee. I think Tennessee is paper tigers, especially without Derrick Henry. And then they release Adrian Peterson. I really needed that touchdown grab, but another drop here. And most likely Mississippi state's going to kick a field goal to make it a 10 to nine game should have scored twice. Um, I didn't do that with the Colts though, because then Carson Wentz again, like kind of stunk for a couple weeks. Jonathan Taylor has been great all season long. The offensive line has been great defensively. They're, they're solid when they're healthy. Uh, but with the Colts, I didn't do it. I probably should have. And now it's too late to jump on them to win the division because the price isn't there. I do. I do still think that uh, Tennessee is going to be an automatic fade here the next couple weeks. Like I'm out on them with this game though, coming up, I'm going to play Tampa Bay because if you look at the strength of what the Colts are able to do, it's running the football with Jonathan Taylor. That's why we're talking about him as we missed this field goal as a serious huh. MVP candidate, even though he is a running back. But now you're looking at a running back that's averaging five, six yards per carry going against a defensive line that's averaging, that's given up what? Three yards per pop. They literally are giving up uh, 78 yards a game. So I think that total I'll be playing Jonathan Taylor unders for the first time in my life. I still think that there's ways that they'll be able to get him the football in space, probably more in the passing game, which like, if you remember the knock out of him when he came out of Wisconsin was, well, he doesn't really catch the football. That's because they didn't utilize him that way. He's gotten much better here year two for the Colts. I think that the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be able to slow down the run game though, which is going to force Carson Wentz into those third and seven, third and eight situations where you could actually have success against Tampa Bay secondary, especially with the slot receivers because their slot corners have struggled this season um, against anybody not named Daniel Jones. So I just think that this is a perfect spot for Tampa Bay. They had a couple bad losses. They got themselves right last week. They're finally starting to get healthy. Looks like Antonio Antonio Brown is going to play in this game. Is that right? I Gronk, thought that he was, he was still game time. Yeah, he's game time right now. They're saying he's getting healthier. Also, right now, I don't even know that they need him. You know, if you have Mike Evans healthy, Chris Godwin looked a lot better last week. He's not dropping the football. And Gronk's back and looks better than ever and is actually healthy as he went over those 31 and a half receiving yards in the first quarter for us. So I think that they're getting healthier on the offensive side of the ball. I think they'll be able to stop the run. I think that puts Carson Wentz in uncomfortable situations and Wentz grades out as a, is a, is a top 10 quarterback right now. I know, but still like we've seen times where if he's under pressure, he makes under those stupid pressure. mistakes and he thinks he's left-handed. He'll throw the chest pass. I'm going to go Tampa Bay here. This could be a trap, but I'm getting them under a touchdown. I'm getting them as just a field goal favorite. You could get two and a half. You could buy the money line for minus 160. I, I like the Bucks here. To me, you think it's a trap though? <clears throat> to me, it's a tricky, tricky game, right? Like Tampa's four and six against the spread, and you know that's that's a, that's a strange thing because they're four and zero oh when favored by more than ten points, and they're zero oh and six when favored by ten points or less, which is very what a weird trend that is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. And the Colts are a tricky beast because, you know, obviously everybody in Philadelphia knows that they don't trust Carson Wentz, right? Like, I don't know if I'm necessarily sold on him either. You know, you do what the Bucks do, which is to take the runaway, which they all always do. Um, now you have to basically be an elite quarterback. Now you're forced to throw the ball. And I don't know if I trust Carson Wentz to, to be able to throw, just like you were saying, like, 
I really do want to avoid the line at that yeah. in this game. Unless I got it at like three and a half, uh, I would probably jump on the Colts there. Yeah. But even still, like I really don't like that at all. You know what I do like, though, is I like the total. Like the total in this game is 52 and a half. This is where this right here, this stat right here is where I was like, okay, something is going on. 58% of the bets are on the over. 98% of the money is on the under. On the under in this one? 98% of the money, multiple whales betting on the under. This yeah. is like the equivalent of when a senator sells his all of his stocks. Right. It's like Chuck Grassley has completely yeah. gone to <laughs> yeah. cash. Yeah. And you're like, uh, you're like, what's going exactly? What's going on there? I really like the under already before I found out that like cousin Vito and cousin Sharky put their entire like olive oil and technology business on the under, and now I like it. Tampa has the best rush defense in terms of yards allowed. Yeah. Like I said, 78 yards a game. Yeah. Indy also, no slouch, number two rush defense in DVOA, both giving up about 22 points a game on average. Tampa Bay's defense can force turn- turnovers, especially when healthy. So, yeah, I don't like a side in this game, but 52.5 does feel awfully high, given that the Bucks only put up 30 last week against the Giants team. Like, yeah, yeah. That's wild to me because that defense is in the bottom of the barrel in almost every category. Completely agree. I would actually take the under in this game as well. Now, Mississippi State, they they missed that field goal that was the kick in the gut. But what I wanted to say here is why I think Carson Wentz is going to be put in terrible situations is Jonathan Taylor, like, would it shock me if he was, like, the back to, that does finally, like, go for a I buck 30 over Tampa Bay? I honestly wanted to play his, o- his over prop because, because they're, they're probably going to make it really low. I know. But I just look at it, like, because they love to run the ball on first down. That's when he has a success. Like, this season, he's averaging 7.3 rushing yards on first down carries. Tampa Bay, though, on first down carries, only giving up 3.5 yards per carry. So that's why I think that Carson Wentz, like, I do not want to see Wentz as Good as he's been this season, and as much as I love Michael Pittman Jr. because I play his props every week. If I could get under seven and a half receptions, I'm playing that. Or over uh, six and a half, playing it every single week. But it's still Wentz, like on third down, don't want to see it. Also, I think this is going to be a good matchup for Tom Brady. Like if you look at uh, what Tampa Bay and what the Colts both do. So Tampa Bay this season, 78% of their touchdowns have come through the pass, the third highest rate in the league. And then if you look at the Colts secondary, because the Colts could stop the run. I don't think this is going to be a big game for Leonard Fournette. And I'm done with his props after last week anyway. Uh, But if you look at, you know, what the Colts have done defensively, um, 25 of 29 of the touchdowns allowed by them have come passing, which is the highest rate in the league. So they could stop the run in the red zone, but they are, you know, prone to giving up the big play. Yeah, to the pass. I, so I think Tom Brady, Brady. I love Tom Brady props in this one. He stunk lately. No, I shouldn't say the he stunk. Re- the completion prop is going to be uh, all day. I think. I don't think like okay. So I'm never going to say like Brady's washed up or anything, but he looks like like finally he kind of looks like 43, 44 years old these last couple weeks. Other than last week against the Giants, but. He's been throwing for 7.1 yards per pass attempt or fewer for the last five games. Um, and, and that's like, I just think you know. he's taking what the defenses are giving to him. You know what I mean? Like they haven't played great. And I think that's really no because AB, of no, no AB, no Gronk. Other than last week. You've got issues with your, obviously like, I don't really like Leonard Fournette or Rojo. Like they're not my favorite running backs. That's probably the one like. Yeah, Rojo killed me last week by not yeah, just going away. Uh, so yeah, I. I don't. I'm not ready to say that Tom Brady has lost a step just because of a couple of bad weeks. I think when the going gets 
tight and competition levels raise and it's time to hit the playoffs. He'll win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think he'll be right back there. Yeah, Yeah. he'll he'll probably win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm going to take Tampa Bay here, though, and maybe it's a big mistake. Colts have been playing great football. But, like, I still think Tampa Bay is the team to beat in the Would NFC. Would you buy it for two and a half? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I, I think, what I, that, that's exactly what I would do as well. I, I've been just like, you know what? Like, just when, I look, when, when I look at the market, like, if I really like a team, like, in a spot like this, like Tampa Bay, I'll just go with the money line. If it's under minus 160, which it is, minus 155, I think Tampa Bay is going to win this game. Yeah. I, I just do. I think, like... I know they're Tom on the Brady, road. Tom Brady in a dome. It's not like it's cold. I mean, we've seen it this year more than ever. Like, home field advantage just doesn't really matter a whole lot. I completely agree with you on the under, though. 52 and a half. That feels very high to me. With these two defenses, I absolutely think so. And, and you know how to beat Tom Brady. Like, you have to hit him. You have to get after Darius him. Darius Leonard think is that they're going to be able to. And Darius Leonard is able to take the football away. I think there could be some turnovers in this game. Yep. We've seen Tom Brady thrown into double coverage a couple times the last couple weeks and trying to make plays. Yeah, I like the under in this game. Yeah, me too. 52 and a half. Tom Brady and Tampa Bay, minus 155 on the money line. If you do like the Colts, you're getting plus money, plus 130. Again, it is plus three. If it goes three and a half, four, closer to kickoff, which we could see. And that's the other thing because, again, it's the most public betting weekend. It's Thanksgiving weekend. Tons of people out in Las Vegas. Tom Brady, the public loves All Tom right, Brady. So, so I wouldn't be shocked to see this We got some player props already up. Um, I'm going over on Brady's yards. So we only have pass completions up for Carson Wentz yeah. right now at 22 and a half. Oh, never mind on the passing yards for Brady. 315 and a half. They know what's up there. They know what's up. Now, we got, oh, the so touchdown passes, though, two and a half is plus money, plus 135. I think Brady throws for three touchdowns. So Jonathan game. Taylor's rushing yard prop, guess what it is. Don't go to it. Just guess. So you know it's going to be a little less than normal. 71 and a half. 79 and a half. See, I feel I, like that's I'm going a little under. high. I'm going to go under then. I, I thought we might get like a very. Like a 70. I thought we would get like a 70. That's what I was hoping. I, I was hoping for like 71 and a half. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know that he could rush for 80 yards against this Tampa front. Now, is Vita playing? That's the other thing. We have to kind of monitor the injury situations, get a little bit closer to kickoff. But if you want to play Tampa Bay, here, here's how you do this. If you want to play Tampa Bay. I'd play Tampa Bay right now. If you want to play the Colts. I would wait till game time. Yeah, just wait till game time or by the hook. Because I think the three and a half and the four, I don't think you're going to have to buy. What, what do you I'm think saying. about Carson Wentz over interceptions thrown over one half at minus See, 105? And that's like, that's why I'm fading them because I do think that he's going to make some bad mistakes. He's been really good lately. Yeah, he is. And now you got the hard knocks cameras on him, following him around. I just, do you I think that helps him or hurts him. I think for him, it's going to hurt him. You know, I think what really, I think the thing about Wentz, like if you go back, I think the year that they won the Super Bowl, he was going to win MVP that season. He was playing ridiculous football. He only had like eight turnovers and 30 plus touchdown passes, whatever it was. I think what broke him was Nick Foles winning that Super Bowl. Yeah. Because like for the rest of his life, yeah, he's a Super Bowl they champion. They literally put a statue up at it, the link. That's, and I think it I broke him. I think the him. statue was what broke him. Yeah, I completely agree. And it's yeah. funny because, uh, they had Doug Peterson on the Ryan Rosillo podcast, and Rosillo just asked him that. And Doug was like, nah, I think there's something to it. You know, like, like, I think that there's something to it because, and he brought up the statue being built. And, you know, and then there was just more injuries, though. And, and everybody, lo- like, in Philadelphia, Nick Foles will forever be a legend. And Carson Wentz, like, everybody just, the guy was about to win an MVP. That's tough. And then you get injured. I mean, you, you're not supposed to lose your job by getting injured. Although we've seen it in the past. That's how Tom Brady became Tom Brady. Yeah. If Drew Bledsoe doesn't get his chest crushed, I don't think we ever see Tom Brady, most likely. 